He sounds like a fucking wet sock. Lamo. Wet sack paper bag. What? I don't know. He sounds <laughs> lame. He sounds so lame. It's a wet blanket. Damn! There you go. <laughs> a wet sock is also gross <laughs> and uh, sad. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes not sad. It depends. Sometimes it's preferred. I don't know. Why wouldn't it be sad? I mean, if you just jizzed into it. Yeah, I was thinking that was sad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, you're happy in the moment and That's then true. you're sad because <laughs> you realize you're alone. <laughs> hey, man, do you want this apple? <laughs> <laughs> no, because soon it will be a core. <laughs> Oh, God. <sighs> anyway, Stace. So here's Wonderwall. Want to hear my goddamn? Yes. So Oh, I forgot. I'm really excited for your goddamn. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Let me just interrupt you. Yeah, while you're trying geez, to tell it to me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've had so much coffee. Tell me your goddamn. Okay. So as you are aware, mm-hmm. I have been dehydrated for my entire life. Yes. Very dehydrated. I don't drink water. I Never. Eat, at least not often. I always have it here. You can see it. And I'm like, well, I'll wet my whistle occasionally. This motherfucker is almost empty now mm-hmm. because I had a fucking... Incident? Yeah. It was kind of an incident. Okay. So my lips are like always chapped, right? And mm-hmm. I just chapstick that bitch up, right? Yeah. And that's because I'm dehydrated as fuck. Like if I drink a water bottle, I'm like, man, my lips feel nice. <laughs> They're like not chapped. This has been our whole lives for the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there was a little flappy flap. On there, on like what? a little on like, your lip, on my lip, yeah, like a no, little chap, didn't. and I pulled it. No, you didn't. And then I fucking pulled it too no. far, and then it got to the good skin. And then I was like, I, the, you can't stop though, like stop. You can't. Then you just have a fucking bite flappy. it off. I couldn't. I was dead. Oh my god, I'm literally I was gonna committed, and I fucking pulled it, and it went too far, and um, mm-hmm. and it it was bad, mm-hmm. and it bled, and mm-hmm. I got, I gave myself a fat lip, and you can still kind of see it. It's like, it's big. <laughs> it's big over here. And it was fat. Like, it was, I, I could push it in and out, like, Ugh. of my. Did you pull it inwards? I don't know why this matters. Yeah, from the outside to the inside. <laughs> yeah. Like peeling an orange or mm-hmm. banana or some mm-hmm. shit. Even Brandon was like, Jesus Christ. That's so gross. Why did you stop? That's the easiest fucking flap to bite off. I don't know. You're done. I didn't think it would. I didn't think it would continue like that. I don't know. Would you? You just? Did you fucking rip it off like a bandaid? No, it's pretty slow. So well, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, but I gave myself a fucking fat lip, and now I'm thankful for masks. But everybody's like, "Don't worry, guys. You don't have to wear a mask." And I'm like, "I have a fucking uh, fat lip, and I don't want to answer questions." Same, same, but with braces. I'm like, "Oh, now we get to take the masks off." <laughs> Stupid. This is the worst idea ever. Yeah. Which I have an appointment tomorrow, so I'm going to be like, uh, can I get the fucking clear aligners now? I've done my three months. I've done my time. Get these things off yeah, my face. Yeah, I've done my time. Yeah. So now I'm tra- just trying to drink a lot of water to, like, stay hydrated. And so your lips aren't dry? My lips aren't dry. And maybe it'll do other, like, um, positive effects in my life. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I like how you're like, oh, I feel like shit in the morning. I have a headache all the time. Drink water. Not all the time. Yeah, just during certain events. Yeah, I'm very efficient. My body is efficient. It only pees when it has to. I don't fucking, I, I run on the exact amount of water that I need. And what, how do you, okay, question. I get most of my water from alcohol. For, before <laughs> this moment in time. Yes. What would you say is your average amount of water on its own that you would drink in a day? In a day? Yeah. Zero. Not even a glass? Not even a glass. Like, you don't ever pour yourself a glass of water? I I will, like, maybe once a week. What? <laughs> what? 
once a week. This this feels like something I shouldn't admit. <laughs> I didn't realize that, like, I know that you don't drink a lot of water, I guess. I actually have never really no, noticed. No, okay. So maybe, like, I'll pour myself a glass of water once a week, and also I'll have a water bottle here. Okay. I so was talking a two. day, and two you hit a week. me with a week <laughs> stats, so I'm still concerned. Yeah. You don't ever just... Get yourself like. What do you do if you're having breakfast? What do you have with breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. Oh, okay. sometimes I'll shove like some leftovers of my kids' breakfast in my face, and then I run out the door, and then I have a rock star, and that lasts me until about two in the afternoon, and then I'm not thirsty until four, and then I get off work, and then I get. Do you, home. How many times do you pee? None at work. Maybe two. Maybe. Oh my god. It's nice. I'm efficient. My mother-in-law <laughs> was talking about she only got up from her desk once to go pee. Like, all day I didn't get up except for once to go pee. And I was like, Jesus Christ, drink some water. I could do that, but I my job also requires me to stand up. And when I stand up, then I have to pee. Yeah. Because then, like, my bladder's like, hey. Is your pee really dark? It's not clear. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Drink some water. When I was in the hospital, because I almost <laughs> fucking died, and they had IV bags hooked up to me uh-huh. to give me water, uh-huh. I was still begging for water. It's literally like an addiction for me. I was still begging for water, and the guy was like, I can't give you any more water because I'm giving you IV fluids. And I was like, get me fucking water. And he's like, well, I'm going to make sure we can take you off of the IV fluids. And I was like, do what you got to fucking do, but I want water. Like, it's like in my, I need it in my mouth. I'm very particular with my water, and I don't like water that doesn't come from a bottle or my home. I actually really don't like bottled water. Like, really? I would prefer tap water over a bottle of water, as long as it's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be cold either which way. But yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, hospital water, when I stayed in the hospital because I was in fucking labor and shit, that water, I, like, gag. Oh, my God. I love so the ice is, like, crushed and so cold. And Ugh. It's got to be cold, though. It was the fucking worst oh. every time in that goddamn pink container. And I was like, can I get— I loved it. It had a handle. And oh, I got my God. Oh, it was the worst. Anyway. It was the worst water I ever had. Hospital water, one out of ten. Hmm. I don't even care. I just get thirsty. But, like, when you're eating something, what do you drink with it? Like, Beer. okay, now it's lunch. It's lunch oh. at work. The rest of my rock star. You just drink that all day? Yeah, Doesn't or your rock star make you thirsty? I have a cup of coffee and I need water with my coffee because I'm thirsty. Hence this scenario. Or I don't eat lunch. Okay, when you eat dinner. Beer. You literally don't pour yourself a glass of water. Are no. you ever thirsty? No. I mean, occasionally, like once a week. I'm Is thirsty. your mouth dry? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm efficient. <laughs> so fucking My weird. body is a temple. <laughs> That's probably why you're bruising, too. Your body's like, ah. Yeah, my body now doesn't understand how to deal with my iron deficiency, and it's coming out in fucking bruises on my legs. Um. Yeah. So how is it going, drinking more water? Today. Is it only been today? <laughs> <laughs> I've peed more. Congratulations. <laughs> have you? How yeah. much water have you drank today? Come on. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it only that it's bottle? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's Do almost you know, empty. This is my glass. Yeah. From yesterday, I think I had it. And I just keep refilling it because I drink so much water that I'm like, it's not even dirty yet because I'm still using it. <laughs> I have I bring this with me to bed and I have it by my bed or at least a bottle of water. I wake up in the middle of the night and I drink water. That's my kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a child. <laughs> but then all day long I drink water. Like this thing is always full. Mm. I couldn't even tell you how many glasses of water I drink because it's all the time. Alexis knows. Alexis gets me. 
She's in the same boat as me right now. I'm thirsty right now just thinking about I'm this. I'm thirsty. <laughs> just don't fucking, don't preach at me with your fucking glass of water. <laughs> My goblet. I don't know how you do that. I'm actually surprised. That's probably why every time My we're drinking. a wonderland. I, shit, all right. <laughs> um, you're fucking nuts. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, listen, I'm turning over a new leaf. Yeah. Anyway. What's your goddamn? goddamn? <laughs> yeah. I started laughing when you were talking about giving yourself a fat lip because that's literally my goddamn. <gasps> and we are like, twin flames. <laughs> so how'd you do it? Uh, today, I was jumping on the trampoline with my children and my youngest, who is like fucking almost two now, he likes when I hold him and jump, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is so fun. Which, by the way, I don't really jump that intense. But he was like flinging his head back. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you're going to break your fucking back. And so I, like, went to catch him at the same time that he was flopping his head forward. Ooh. And I took a fucking baby face straight to the brace face. Ooh. And look at my lips. Oh, no. Can you see it? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I got, like, a blood blister on the inside of my mouth now. Did, like, your braces hit it or your teeth? Yeah, it was my braces hit my lip, like, pinched between my baby's head and my lip. He was not phased at all. And I was like, mommy's got to lay down and die real quick. Yeah. And my lip was actually fat, and I was wondering if you were going to see it because it's a little bit on the outside. Yeah. Like, it's kind of bruised on the outside. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see it now. Now. It's it's about the size of a fucking fat lip twins. I know. Yours is on the top right, and mine's on the bottom right. Together, we would make one perfect person. I was going to say that, and I was like, uh, did she say right both times? <laughs> like, trying to figure it out. <laughs> you did. Yeah, but it's top and bottom. So. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the left side would be perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you ready to hear about some murder? Hell yeah. Because I got a motherfucking doozy for you this you week. You do. You said you made fucking six pages of notes. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're going to fucking buckle up tonight. Buckle up, bitches. Get my little blankie snuggle in. Yeah. I don't want a blanket. It's hot. Too yeah, hot. it's so hot. I don't know why I said that. I take that back instantly. Okay. Okay. Stace. Yeah? I'm going to tell you and everyone else here. What? On episode 144. 44. About Leonard Lake. I thought that was a good intro. Thank you. Thanks for singing me in. You're welcome. All right. Leonard Lake. Okay. So Leonard was born in San Francisco in October of 1945. Mm -hmm. His parents divorced when he was six years old, and he and his siblings were sent to live with their grandparents. Oh, okay. Not sure why not one of the parents, but... It happened. I mean, listen, yeah. He was a pretty smart kid, and he started to get into, like, photography and stuff. Uh Uh-oh. And then around that same time, he started taking nude pictures of his sisters. Ew. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did they know? I don't know if they knew, mm-hmm. but allegedly his grandma knew. What and the fuck? Encouraged it. That's worse. I don't know if it was like, that's very tasteful. You should continue. Or if it was like, yeah, get them. Like, I don't know how she encouraged it. Oh, okay. But both ways are wrong. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One is just less creepy. What if it's like they were trying to be like Playboy? Ew. Uh, David. <laughs> so they obviously had some fucking weird mental side effects going on, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he had some weird mental side effects going on. Mm-hmm. And he became obsessed with pornography. Mm-hmm. Because of, not because of all this, because of his sisters. I'm assuming Damn. it's because of all this. I'm assuming he was like naked stuff, fucking pictures of it. I love this it. shit. It's a kink now. Yeah, it's ingrained in my fucking mRNA. 
Uh He also allegedly would Mm -hmm. extort his sisters for sexual favors. Uh, On him? Yeah. Mm, This I do not like. No. Okay. He also started collecting mice. Like alive? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he would dissolve them in chemicals. Oh. And that's how he would kill them. Okay. By dissolving them in chemicals. That sounds pretty rough. It sounds horrifying. So then after high school, he joined the Marines in 1964, and he did two tours in Vietnam. Mm, mm. That is rough. Yes. Yes, it is. And while on his second tour, he was in Da Nang, and he had what they called a, quote, delusional breakdown. Well, I could see that happening. Yeah. Well, he was diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder, and after psychotherapy in 1971, he got a medical discharge from the Marines. Okay. So he moved out to San Jose, mm-hmm. and he went to San Jose State University for- Oh, Lee went there. Fun fact. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know where he went. I've been his friend for fucking 47 years. He did that shit online, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Before he have it was a, cool. <laughs> he doesn't have a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. Well, he fucking alma mater, you know? Yeah, he same went there. <laughs> same Z's. Same, same. Mm-hmm. But he only went there for one semester. This bitch. And then he dropped out to become a hippie in San Francisco. I would have done the same at that time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is like 1975-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. he was in on it. Mm-hmm. And he moved into a commune in San Francisco. <gasps> Yay. And he got married in 1975. Mm-hmm. The marriage was short-lived because his wife found out that he had been making and starring in... Oh, porn. Amateur porn. hey Of the bondage and sadomasochism variety. The fun ones. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not here to kink shame, but I mm-hmm. think that was a bit much for his wife to fucking stumble upon. In like the 70s? In like the 70s yeah. and be like, uh, I didn't even know you were making porn. And also, <laughs> is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. And so they, you know, moved their separate ways. Okay. So he moved to Calpella in Northern California and he lived on a huge ranch there. I believe another this was, commune. Yep, I believe it was also like a commune type of place because he didn't own said ranch, mm-hmm. but he lived on there with a fucking bunch of other people. Can we make communes a thing again? Uh, absolutely, Are we? I'm trying to. I feel like I they're keep too... sending you houses with a lot of land. You're right. You're right. I did you dirty back there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're too closely related to cults now that it's like everybody mm. gets a little fucking uncomfortable. Well, don't call them a commune. Call it a compound. Pretty close. Pretty close. Okay, call it a. It's called a gathering of minds. Mm-hmm. That's a cult, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very culty. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's call it a cult. Yeah. Well, we could just call it a small neighborhood. You guys <gasps> we could call it a us. tiny town. Okay. That sounds not culty. That's not. That reminds me of like little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes. Whatever. And they all look just the same. Um. Okay, we'll call it Ticky Tacky Tiny Towns. <gasps> okay, so he's on this ranch now, another mm-hmm. commune. He met and married a woman named Clara Lynn Balazes, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Cricket. Oh, we get nicknames? She got a nickname. Ooh, I like it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she didn't look like Cricket. <laughs> 
She looked like Cricket in the early years. <laughs> oh, God. When he was still a priest. Oh, man. And she was into the same sexy time stuff as him. Mm-hmm. And she would make appearances and star beside him in his little fucking homemade amateur porns. Right? Was he, like, selling this porn on the commune or was he just keeping it for himself? I think a little from column A, a little from column B. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he was... He was dabbling, seeing mm-hmm. what he could sell, and also, like, he liked the fucking arts. Hmm. And so he's like, check this shit out, right? Mm-hmm. And about that same time, he started to get paranoid about a nuclear holocaust happening. Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily a holocaust so much as, like, a nuclear war, and he's like, we're all going to fucking die, right? Yeah. And so he tried to prepare for it by building a bunker at said ranch. Totally normal. <laughs> No, but people did that shit all the time. There's so many bunkers everywhere. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) But also the owners of the ranch were like, excuse me? No, mm -mm, we're not going to do that here. You don't have the permits or the licensing, and you can't just fucking <laughs> no, build not a, a bunker. And they'd probably be excited. No, they weren't. They were like, like yeah, fuck I'm, yeah, I'm gonna put my potatoes there. No, they put the kibosh on that shit real quick. Mm, the kibosh. Mm-hmm. They said, not today. <laughs> and so he had to fucking cease and desist his bunker. <laughs> oh no! Did he start digging like just like a couple? Like he didn't even get a foot down, and they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Probably. Oh god. So then in 1981, Leonard placed an ad in a Wargamer magazine. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure what the ad was for, but the man that answered it was Charles Ng. Okay. Charles was also a Marine at one time, and I guess the two became friends, right? Okay. Was it like an ad for besties? Like, looking for a best friend? I mean, maybe. Or it was like, hey, does anyone want to play fucking war games? With this magazine for me? I don't know. I don't know what a Wargamer magazine is. Oh, I don't either. But there was a movie back then that was called, like, War Games. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't remember it. It was a good movie. I don't remember it, though. Okay. But maybe there was a... Initially, I was like, this is like a gun magazine. Like, ah, and this one's great for shooting bears. It could be. And he, like, put out an ad to be like, y'all want to shoot bears with me? I didn't Google Wargamer magazine. Yeah, we're probably both really off. A Wargamer magazine. So it wasn't even like in the The Wargamer magazine, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, they became fucking besties, right? Mm -hmm. Charles was born in British Hong Kong in 1960, Mm -hmm. and his parents were wealthy, but he was abused by his dad growing up. Ooh. In school, he was kind of a loner and he didn't really do well, which disappointed his parents. Mm -hmm. And then when he was 15, he was arrested for shoplifting. And so his dad sent him off to boarding school in North Yorkshire, England. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. pretty much as soon as he got there, he was expelled for stealing. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You could just get expelled for that shit in a boarding school? I feel like they'd like. I feel like they're supposed harder. to beat that out of you, right? Yeah. Like they're supposed to, yeah, try a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, we reformed him. Nope. Yeah. So he was sent back to Hong Kong because they were like, we're not going to deal with your bullshit, right? Yeah, get out of here. Fucking Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then in 1978, Charles moved to the U.S. on a student visa, and he went to the College of Notre Dame in Belmont, California. Oh, shit. Isn't that fancy? Yeah. He was studying biology, but he dropped out after one semester. Yeah, shit's hard. Especially biology. Fucking communications, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say that that's not hard. It's not. (laughs) It's really easy. (laughs) So I've heard. I didn't study it. You didn't take a communications class? I took a communications class. I I didn't major in it. I had to take like three, I think. I think I I took one, and they were like, you have to do public speaking. And I was like, that is not my forte. Mm. Fucking weird. (laughs) It's super weird. (laughs) Although it's not public, so it doesn't count. It's kind of public, but like it's not. 
And I swear one day we're going to be fucking doing live shows. And this is why I took one communications class and I was like, never mind. It's because I'm not going to do those live shows. I like how all the time I'm like, we have to grow the podcast. And you're like, I like it where it's at now. I see why now. I'm comfortable. (laughs) We don't need to. I'm comfortable here. Mm -hmm. Right after he dropped out, he got in a car accident, but he fled the scene. Ah, she's fishy. It's a fucking big no-no, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Was he high or some shit? I don't know. Okay. But to avoid prosecution, he joined the Marines because that what? was a thing at the time, okay. right? That used to so be they an caught him. And they were like, hey, fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ran. Yeah. And they're like, you can fucking join the service. And he was like, okay. <laughs> um, side note, he got into the Marines using falsified documents that said he was born in Indiana because he's not mm. a U.S. citizen, which I don't know if you can join the military if you're not a citizen, but I'm sure that there has to be like some kind of fucking workaround or like more sure. paperwork. I'm sure. You know, yeah. At least. Like and one like, more document you have to fill out. Mm-hmm. But he was like, nah, don't worry. I got these fakes, right? Yeah. And while he was in the Marines, he was still a little fucking shit, right? <laughs> and uh-huh. he didn't respect authority and he had anger respect management my issues. <laughs> exactly. And he had anger management issues. And apparently he hadn't kicked his little stealing habit mm-hmm. because this motherfucker was stealing automatic weapons oh. from the base armory. Oh, that's a bad idea. Yeah. You can just steal those. I feel like those should be like kept like tabs on a little tighter. Well, they did say, I didn't write down his rank, but they did say like, I mean, he, ha- he had anger management and also he didn't respect authority, but he still got promoted to whatever other rank. So maybe he has like, maybe he was a fucking key keeper. I don't know. Mm. Maybe he was mm. the guy with one of the keys or the fingerprint or the I got that. ocular pat down. I got that with the key keeper. Key oh keeper? My. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe he was the guy that was supposed to keep charge of it, right? And he was just like, these are mine. Yeah. But the Marines found out because I'm sure that they were like, uh, audit. Let's, let's yeah. keep tabs on those. We should audit this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were like, absolutely not. That's unacceptable. (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) Yeah. And so they were going to court-martial him, but he escaped. What? From the Marines or like? Yeah, he just fucking ran away. He was like, "Uh uh-uh, not today, motherfuckers. God damn, this motherfucker's a slippery fish. He is a slippery motherfucking fish. Oh, shit. And so Charles went back to Northern California. Mm -hmm. And that's where he met Leonard. Oh. So now we're caught up on their backgrounds, right? Okay. And now we're at the point where they fucking answered a Craigslist misconnections or whatever in this Wargamers magazine. Yeah, that's so odd. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but that's where they met. And Charles and Leonard became roomies in a trailer, but in 1982, their trailer was raided by police. Oh, okay. What did the police find, you ask? Guns. A fucking shit ton of illegal weapons. Yeah. And explosives. (gasps) Oh, shit. Explosives? Mm Mm-hmm. Did they find a manuscript? Manuscript? Is that the word I'm looking for? Manifest. Manifest. Yeah. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> but I couldn't think of the word either. <laughs> they did not find a manifest as mm-hmm. far as I'm aware, but they found all these weapons and stuff. And they found Charles, right? Like the Marines were like, hey, that's We've a fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were looking for this guy. <laughs> so Leonard was released on bond. Mm-hmm. But Leonard skipped his bail, and he took off to live in a cabin in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains. Duh. Owned by his wife, Cricket, right? Oh, shit. I forgot about her. Yeah. They got married? Yeah. I miss that in my yeah. brain. Yeah, they got married and made porn together for a while. That's right. And then they 
didn't live together, which I'll explain a little bit later. But my timeline's a bit fuzzy because okay. this shit's kind of pieced together. Yeah. So, meanwhile. Back at the ranch. Charles was shipped back to the Marines to face charges against him for stealing those weapons, right? Mm-hmm. He pleaded guilty to theft and desertion. And oh, desertion. Was, yeah, because he left. Oh, my God. He I was like, like, deuces, I'm out of here. And they are like, like, you're a fucking deserter. <laughs> so intense. Yeah. And so they dishonorably discharged him. Mm-hmm. He served 18 months in a military prison and then was paroled. Okay? Okay. Charles met back up with Leonard at his cabin, and Leonard was like, hey, man, you look like you need a place to stay. I got a place. Fucking stay with me, man. Yeah. And Charles was like, the lady's cool with it. Cricket. Yeah. We all call her Cricket. We call her Cricket. And he's like, that's a great idea. I love it. You can hold the camera. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, apparently he and Cricket had gotten a divorce sometime during that 18 months that Charles was in prison. Damn. And she moved to San Bruno, but they were still on good terms, so she was renting the cabin to Leonard. So now Leonard's like, yo, man, I need a roomie or, like, just a buddy. Yeah, remember those times in the trailer? Come join me again. Let's make explosives and get illegal arms. Yeah, let's do some shit. Mm -hmm. Let's get the band back together. fuck some shit up, man. Exactly. Let's get the band back together. (laughs) (laughs) So next to said cabin, Leonard had built a little structure, a tiny building. Mm-hmm. A spooky shed. Oh, no. An above-ground dungeon. <laughs> a did tiny you ri- house for nightmares. <laughs> did you write all this? I did. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, it's not a good thing to have. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, well, I was thinking just like a shed, but, you know. Uh, it was worse than a shed. It was called a dungeon and a bunker. Oh, like, no. officially, those were the two things oh, that the article said. And I yeah. was like, yeah. Was this like his fallout shelter, but it was above ground, and then it turned into something bad? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So... The rest of the story gets a little bit jumbled, and I don't have a solid timeline. But shortly after Charles moved in with Leonard, they started doing some fucked up shit together. This is so weird that they found each other. I think we think that about anyone who's, like, two people fucking do anything nefarious together. We're like, but, like, out of everyone, you found the other person that would be like, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. I love your shed, man. Yeah. You know what else we should do in there? Some fucked up shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, this fucked up shit that they were doing together in said shed. Yeah? They would lure people in. Men, women, families. Didn't matter. Fucking all of them, right? Oh, no. They did not discriminate. Okay. So, if they got a man, they would kill him and steal whatever they could. So, Mm. the motive there was robbery. How would they lure him in? Like, hey, you want to check out my shed? I mean, I built it myself. You can see these tongue and groove. Well, they wouldn't necessarily kill him in the shed. I'm sure they'd kill him in the fucking cabin, too. It was a very remote cabin. Okay. So they're like, yeah, man, just come on over anytime. And they're like... I guess I thought you were telling me what was happening in the shed. I mean, I'm telling you that people were... Murdered. Murdered. And I'm telling you motives for men, women, children. Okay. And I'll tell you a little bit more later. Mm. So... The the suspense. Yes. The motive for killing men was robbery. They just Mm -hmm. wanted whatever they fucking had. If they got a woman, they would keep her alive for a while. Mm. They would rape and torture her. Mm. And they would videotape themselves Mm. raping and torturing these women. No. As like a fucked up kind of porn. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Until they got bored of it. And then they would either kill her or they would let her die from the torture injuries. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. If they got a family, they would kill the men and the children, like, immediately, because they don't need them, I guess. Mm. 
And then they would keep the women alive and rape and torture routine that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't have a timeline of who was taken when, so I'll give you a little rundown at the end mm-hmm. of who these people were. Okay. But for about a year, the guys operated this way. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Until on June 2nd, 1985, Charles went to a lumberyard and attempted to steal a bench vice. Mm-hmm. The clerk saw that he was hiding this vice under his jacket, and he had <laughs> another employee call the cops because he's like, man, you're not fucking slick, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Were they going to use that for torture? Yes. <gasps> no. Yes. But he put the vice in the trunk of the car, and then I guess he got spooked. So he took off on foot. <laughs> he was just like, fucking fuck this and fuck that car, right? Like, I'm out of here. Why? Because he was afraid that they had called the cops. Yeah, but I mean, like, your car's a lot quicker. And mm. now we have fucking direct evidence to who the fuck you are. Well, meanwhile. Okay. Back at the ranch. <laughs> Leonard was like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. you're going to get the cops called. Don't fucking steal shit. Mm-hmm. And this Charles guy had, he would just stole shit all the goddamn time, right? Yeah. And so I'm he unclear. He is a slippery motherfucking fish. He is a real slippery motherfucking fish. Uh. I'm unclear as to whether Leonard and Charles were at the store together or if Leonard showed up later. Mm-hmm. But Leonard was there before the cops were. At so least. they went back to the store? Leonard did. Okay. I don't know if he was already there and Charles just like took off and Leonard was like, oh shit, what? Oh, right? okay. Okay. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or if Leonard showed up afterward. But Leonard was there before the cops came. Okay. And he paid for the vice. Oh, he's like, oh, I just yeah. want to buy that vice back out there in my car. Yeah. And the clerk was like, I don't give a fuck. That guy still attempted to steal it. Like, the cops are still fucking coming, right? Mm-hmm. So the cop that showed up talked to the clerk who was like, here's exhibit A, this fucking vice car with the oh. vice in the trunk. Yeah. Like, oh! <laughs> oh, my God. What did you just do? Did it fall or did you knee it into your face? <laughs> That's the one that I just did. How did I just totally fucking forget that we were recording? <laughs> I don't understand why your knee was that close to your face. It's up high too. I was pull- I was trying to get comfy, and I think I just totally forgot that we were recording, and I just fucking zinged it right into the mic, right into my mouth. Oh my god! Oh great, <laughs> son of a bitch! Be careful! You are on borrowed fucking wood over there. Hey, um, it's very, it's very delicately balanced. I cannot believe that's tripping me out. Okay, anyway. Oh, my God. Okay, so. So he was like, I would like to pay for the vice. And yeah. the guy was like, and the clerk the was cops. like, cops are still fucking coming. So the mm-hmm. cops showed up and they talked to the clerk who's like, here's fucking exhibit A, this mm-hmm. fucking vice in the back of this random ass Honda, right? Yeah. So the cop checked the trunk of the Honda. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there's a fucking vice, right? Mm-hmm. And a loaded 22 caliber gun with a silencer. Oh, no. And so Leonard comes up to the fucking cop. Fucking Leonard didn't want to move that real quick? No. <laughs> and I don't know if the clerk was, like, holding the hard line, like, hey, man, this is evidence, you know? Hmm. Like, if I was Leonard, I'd just be like, anyway, I paid for it, and then I'd take off. Maybe Leonard didn't know that that was back there, because you have to think that Leonard let him look in the trunk. Yeah, right? I don't know. Because otherwise, you need a warrant. Warrant. I know my rats. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So Leonard goes up to the cop and he's like, hey, man, here's my receipt. I paid for the vice. There's no need to take this any further. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And the cop was like, mm, seems like there's some fuckery afoot on mm-hmm. account of you have a fucking loaded gun back here. And also it has a silencer, which is mm. super illegal in California. Yeah, right? Super suspicious. Yeah. And so he ran the plates to the car. 
Mm-hmm. Turns out the license plate was registered to a man named Lonnie Bond. Is this one of the people that... Could be. Mm. But the license plate was supposed to be on a Buick, not a Honda. <gasps> huh. And so Some the motherfuckers. Cop, yeah. The cop was like, hey, uh, hey, Leonard. But he didn't say Leonard because he's mm-hmm. like, hey, sir, who says that you are with this car? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what's Lonnie about? Like, who's that, right? And mm-hmm. Leonard was like, oh, Lonnie's my buddy. It's his car. He's up north. I'm just borrowing it, right? Up north. Mm-hmm. Up north. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea why the plate would be switched with another car. Not my car. Yeah, the Just cop's like, it. that's illegal, right? And mm-hmm. Leonard was like, well, it's crazy. Don't Lonnie, know about that loaded gun Crazy either. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Lonnie, man. So the cops took Leonard's driver's license, which had the name Robin Stapley on it. Oh, my God. There's so many names involved now. There's a lot of names. And the cop called in the driver's license, and it said that Robin was a 26-year-old San Diego resident. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. But Leonard looked older than 26. (laughs) So the cop was real suspicious, right? Like, you don't fucking... mm -mm. This seems odd. Mm -hmm. And also, you're driving Lonnie's car. Like, "Mm, Mm. what's this about, right? With Mm. a switched license plate. You're Mm. a real fucking sus, my man. For sure. And so... Should have ran. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're going to commit crimes, that can go all in. Yeah. So the cop asked about the gun because it's illegal to have a silencer and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's an illegal weapon. And Leonard was like, no, 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 no. That's Lonnie's gun. Like, Mm -hmm. I used it to shoot fucking cans once or twice. But, like, it's his gun. That's why it's in this car. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. And so the gun has a registration number on it, right? But it was filed off. Well, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It was registered, and the cop ran the registration. Oh, God. Different name. It came up belonging to Robin Stapley. Oh, okay. Which is who fucking Leonard's ID claimed he was. Yeah. So in San then, Diego. Yeah. But then the cop was like, yo, man, that's your ID, Robin Stapley. This gun belongs to Robin Stapley, so you're lying to me about owning this illegal weapon, so you're under arrest. Yeah. And Good. I bet he was shitting himself. Oh, Yeah. And so he arrested Leonard, and he got a description from the clerk for Charles, right? hmm And he put a bowl out on Charles, and he brought Leonard to the police station. In an interrogation room, the cop told Leonard that he had run the VIN number on the Honda, and it came up as belonging to a man named Paul Cosner. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> who had been reported missing in San Francisco nine months earlier. Mm-hmm. 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 And when Leonard heard that, he asked the cop for a glass of water, a pen, and a paper. Ooh, he's going to write a confession. A paper. And he's fucking thirsty, like a normal human being. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Even this motherfucker needed some water every now and then. Well. You'd be like, "Mm, I'm fine. I don't need it. My body operates perfectly. I'm fine. And I want to put extra water into it. It'll fucking ruin my efficiency. My gosh, shit. So the cop was like, oh, he's going to write a confession, right? Yeah. And so he asked Leonard, are you going to write a confession? And Leonard said, no, just a note to my wife. Oh, I and love then he wrote something down on the paper, put it in his shirt pocket, and said, I didn't think a lousy bench vice would bring me to this. And the cop was like, I'm sorry, what? And then Leonard told the cop, my friend's name is Charlie Cheetah Ng, and I'm Leonard Lake. I'm wanted by the FBI. And oh, okay. then he grabbed something from the lapel of his shirt, mm. and he swallowed it, probably <gasps> with a glass of water. <sighs> His eyes rolled back in his head, and he went into convulsions. Oh, that son of a bitch 
fucking offed himself. That son of a bitch fucking offed himself. He fucking... Isn't that what they say Adolf Hitler did or whatever? Yeah. (gasps) He Adolfed himself. He Adolfed himself. And the cop I was you were like, gonna "Tell me he took the pin and like fucking stabbed his jugular or some oh. shit." And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> no!" Well, the cop was like, "Bro, it's just a fucking stolen car and like a weapons charge. Mm. I mean, you're gonna fucking off yourself for this shit, right?" How fa- it worked that fast? Oh, it worked fast. I guess. <gasps> yeah. Did he have to like bite it? I have so many questions. So the cop got an ambulance there, and they took him to the hospital. He was on life support for <gasps> four days. Oh, that sucks. Until. They eventually pulled the plug, and he died within uh, seconds. Okay. Okay. That sounds like my personal fucking nightmare, which I'm sure you don't know you're on life support because you're, like, fucking out of it. But if you're like, um, hello? <laughs> Thought I was supposed to be done here. Yeah, right? Because you just don't know. It's kind of like when you're sleeping, you don't know how fucking long. I don't know. Anyway. Well, he had taken two cyanide pills that he had taped to the underside of his lapel. I don't know if he always had them taped like, in there. Like, yeah, like the fucking right here. Like his collar? Yeah. What if they fell off and somebody got a hold of those? I don't know. Why I don't keep them in your pocket? Taped? Like taped? What if it was like, you know how you like roll the tape so that it's a circle and it's double-sided <laughs> when you don't have double-sided tape? <laughs> so like taped down too? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was really weird that he said taped, but like sewn in, you'd have to fucking be able to cut it out somehow, right? So Does he just always walk around with that's that? That's what I'm saying. And, like, every time you do laundry, you're like, fuck, there goes another cyanide pill. I forgot to take that one off. I did not realize cyanide worked this quickly. I mean, apparently it does, according to this article. Okay. He didn't even have it in his fucking pocket. No, because they searched his pockets. They emptied his pockets. He was in an interrogation. Oh, 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 okay. And also, he's like, I didn't think a vice, a whatever, a bench vice would, like, bring me basically down. fucking... Bring me down. Brunch face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. That's yeah. a fucking doozy. So before he died, though, like, yeah. the cop fucking took him to the hospital and was like, God damn it. Right? Mm-hmm. So then and he said, like, oh, I'm wanted by the FBI. This is my name. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was like, my name's Leonard Lake. Also, that other guy that you were looking for is Charles Ng. Like, oh, he just fucking outed him. Oh, yeah. He's like, fuck if everybody. I'm going to die. I'm going down. You're all coming with me. Yeah. God damn. And so they searched the Honda and they found bloodstains on the passenger seat. On the carpet? <laughs> no. <laughs> bloodstains okay, on the passenger seat and a bullet hole in the roof near the sun visor. Okay. Mm-hmm. The owner, mm-hmm. Paul Cosner, was a 39-year-old man who was last seen by his girlfriend on November 2nd, 1984. He had told her that he was going to meet a, quote, weird-looking guy. Oh, God. <laughs> And sell him his car, like, or mm. show him his car to sell it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently. He got shot in that car. Mm-hmm. With that silencer? Probably. Mm. That sucks. Yeah, right? Also inside the car were numerous documents and, like, bank cards and shit in different names. There was Robin Stapley, which was the name on the ID that Leonard had given them. Yeah. Who was a missing man from San Diego. Mm-hmm. There was Randy Jacobson and Clarilyn Belazis. Who was Leonard's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So the cops contacted Claire Lynn. Oh, Cricket. A.K.A. Cricket. Yeah. yeah. And they asked her about the cabin that she had been renting to Leonard because they found like an SDG&E fucking thing that linked to the cabin. And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is mine. 
yeah, I know Leonard. I was married to him. And also he's still renting this cabin. So they're like, what's that cabin about, right? Uh huh. And she said that it was so remote you couldn't get there without someone familiar with the area. Oh, Jesus, you need a Sherpa. Yeah, so she agreed to take him, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, Clarilyn and Leonard's mom met the cops to bring them up to the cabin. Mm-hmm. But they were late in getting to said meeting, right? Okay. And the cops were like, Hello. Why were you late? And she was like, well, to be honest, I stopped at the cabin first because I wanted to get out any videotapes or whatever of myself that Leonard had Mm. because that's embarrassing. Why would you do that the night before? Right. Or like literally any other fucking time. Yeah. Or like, hey, um, Leonard, I don't know what you're into, but can you throw those tapes away because we're not married anymore? Like, I don't know. She didn't want those to get out, so she was like, I'm just going to fucking take care of this business myself, right? Yeah, I guess. Terrible idea. Terrible idea, because now you look fucking suspicious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So inside the cabin, they noticed red spray on the ceiling, mm. a bullet hole in a painting. Jesus. A bullet hole in the kitchen floor. They were just fucking shooting up the joint. Yeah. There were electrical cords tied to each post of the four-poster bed in the bedroom. Uh, no, thank you. And a 250-watt floodlight was installed above the bed. Jesus. What the fuck, man? I don't like that at all. That's like harsh lighting. We do soft lighting here so that <laughs> we look still pretty. pretty harsh. <laughs> and it's still pretty harsh. But, like, could you imagine? No. That's an aggressive snuff film. That's probably that filming. why. Yeah. They that's, probably want it that way. That's so creepy. That is super creepy. In the nightstand, there was lingerie, most of which had dark red stains on them. That's called blood. It's probably blood. The mattress and the box spring under it were both stained with what looked like dried blood. Oh, God. In the living room, there was a setup of an audio-video duplicating stuff. Mm, I was going to say, like, mm-hmm. how did they fucking sell that shit? VHS, baby. Yeah. I guess that stuff used to come with serial numbers, like fucking... VHS duplicators and stuff used to have serial numbers on them. Mm -hmm. And so the police ran the serial numbers on it and they discovered that they belonged to a man named Harvey Dubs. Okay. Harvey and his wife Deborah and their young son went missing on July 24th, 1984 after Harvey put an ad in the paper to sell his audio equipment. Oh, damn. A neighbor had seen them talking to a man about the equipment the day that they went missing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that no, man. the equipment yeah. is fucking in mm. Leonard's mm. cabin, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Also on the property was an incinerator type of thing that looked to be capable to withstand an intense amount of heat. Mm. To and burn bodies. Probably. And the bunker dungeon thing yeah. was there too, right? But those weren't included in the search warrant. So the cops asked Clara Lynn if they could search it. Mm. And she got pissed and was like, why don't you ask Charles? Oh. And the cops were like, I would fucking love to. Where is Charles? Where is Charles? And she was like, well, he called me yesterday and he asked for a ride to his apartment. Uh, Hello. And when I picked him up and brought him there, he packed a bag with clothes, a gun, ammo, a ton of cash, a California ID and social security card, both with the name Mike Komodo. How did she know all this detail? And then I dropped him off at the airport. What the fuck? I don't know how she knew it other than like, hey, is this who you're going to be now? Like, she had to have been some kind of like... Inform- like, she was in some way. In some way knowledgeable of what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Right? And then she dropped him off at the airport. 
Like, hey, man, Leonard's being investigated for a lot of shit right now, and he took some cyanide pills. She has to know he's in the hospital, and they're looking for Charles, and then he calls, and she's like, I'm just going to take him to the airport. Yeah, yeah. What? Ma'am? Also, you showed up at the fucking cabin early to get out your own tapes or whatever, but like. Pretty fucking suspicious. Yeah, you're looking fucking not. Now, do you think she's just trying to cover for Leonard? Because she's fucking madly, deeply, truly. They were divorced. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. And also, I don't. At this point, he was not dead. He was on life support. Okay. Still weird. Yeah. But like, she also told them, well, like, I don't know where he was going. When she dropped him off at the airport. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm not responsible What fucking for terminal do you have to take him to? United. She did tell them that. Okay. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, little details. Yeah. But also, like, the police were like, hey, fucking Claire Lynn. The fuck, bro, cricket? The fuck, cricket? Like, that's yeah. a lot of shit that's going on right now. And she's like, you're right. I'm going to get a lawyer. Right? Like, this uh, is... It's like to stop this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And so the cops left to get a warrant for the rest of the property. Mm-hmm. On June 4th, they were able to search the rest of the property, and they found inside the bunker there was an array of hand tools and power saws, Hmm. most with dried blood on them. Oh, my God. Attached to the bench was a broken vice. Hmm. Son of a bitch. Which I guess is why they were getting a new vice. Yeah, why they were trying to procure a new one. (laughs) And there was a hidden room behind a tool rack. Oh, no. And inside that hidden room was a double bed, a side table, books, and a lamp. Like a little hidey hole? Mm-hmm. There was also a plaque on the wall that said Operation Miranda. Oh, okay. About Operation Miranda. Yeah. Apparently it's something that he got from a book. I did not write down what book it was because I had never heard of it, and so I was like, no one else has either. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. So remember Leonard had this idea that there was going to be a nuclear fallout? Yeah. Well, he had the idea to take women in and repopulate the earth with them. And Uh, he was, yeah, he was calling this little plan Operation Miranda in his journal. Oh, he had a journal. Of course he did. There were also 21 pictures on the wall Mm. of young women, partially and fully undressed. Most were taken outside, some were taken in front of a wallpaper with some kind of cartoon on it. That wallpaper was later identified to be from the South City Juvenile Hall. What the fuck? Clara Lynn worked as a teacher's assistant. What? 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 Yeah. (gasps) This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. All 21 girls were identified and alive. Like, found (gasps) alive. But what the fuck, young? Yeah. Juvenile. Juvenile. Oh my god. They were not 18. What a fucking bastard. Okay, now I'm mad. I was mad before. Now? But now I feel like okay. you're put- Now? Now? But I feel like you're putting, like, you know, meaning behind these people. Right. So there was also a small window in the small hidden room. Well, that doesn't make it hidden now. You can see <laughs> well, from the outside. Well, so the cops kept being like, okay, the first time that the cops went into the room, they saw all the tools and stuff, and there was all the dried blood. And they were like, well, it looks a lot bigger from the outside. And that's why they started looking for, like, a hidden thing. And that's yeah. why they found this door behind a fucking tool rack to get into said hidey hole, right? Yeah. The little hidden room. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's, that that's makes sense. a bigger area. But it still looked bigger from the outside. Oh, my God. Was there, like, a watching room or something? Like, 
That's exactly what it was. Oh, fuck that. Oh, fuck. What the hell? So there was this small window in the small hidden room, and the cops discovered that there was actually another hidden room behind the first hidden room, and the window was a two-way mirror into the other room. And when you pressed a button near the window, you could see and hear what was happening in the second hidden room. What the fuck? That's literally my next bullet. What the <sighs> fuck? <laughs> what was going on here? Um, not great things. Yeah, I can't imagine. But, like, was Charles watching while fucking Leonard was doing some shit? Like, what is probably, going on? Probably both of those things. I don't actually have a solid answer for you there. Now they're like, okay, we're dealing with some super fucked up shit, right? Yeah. And we got to find evidence of murder somewhere because so far all they have is a lot of dried blood and, like, weird connections to missing people, but no solid evidence. Yeah, no bodies There's no walking into that shit and being like, it's just a hobby. Ugh. Like, you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, you got to find something now, right? Yeah, this is about to be a nightmare. Yeah, so they brought in dogs, and they found two bones, Mm. but they had to be sent to a specialist to see if they were human bones. Oh, my God. And then Leonard's mom came forward, and she was like, hey, I know you're super busy. Uh Looking into some shit that Leonard may or may not have done. Yeah. But it feels like now would be a good time to bring up the fact that my other son, Donald, has been missing for two years. And I think Leonard might have had something to do with it. What? The fuck? She never reported him missing? I guess not. What the fuck? Yeah. And so the cops are like, ma'am, why don't you get in line? <laughs> yeah, we've got some shit to fucking figure out right now. And now it's a busy day. Yeah, it's a real busy day because we found two bones, right? <laughs> so now the cops get word that those two bones were human bones. Mm-hmm. And so they just fucking start digging up the property. So like, let's see yeah. what we can find in this bitch, right? Yeah. They dig a huge trench from the cabin to the road. And they found hundreds of pieces of evidence. Yeah, I'm sure. Ranging from, like, receipts in... Oh. In, um... They got receipts. They got... (laughs) Coming with receipts. (laughs) In missing people's names. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got shirts with, like, embroidery on it that said, like, Steve or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hold the fuck up. Because Uh they had an incinerator. Uh Uh-huh. And they just buried very flammable things. Very flammable stuff. There was even a letter to... Written by or to Charles? I don't know. But there was a letter for Charles. It was in like a Ziploc bag. Maybe it was a keepsake. I don't fucking know. But they buried that shit. I don't know what the letter said. That's weird. But. Maybe they were like trophies. Maybe. Then on the fifth day of searching, they finally started finding bodies. Mm. It took five days. Yeah. Big piece of property. Uh, I think it's a big piece of property, but also, like, they were kind of halted where the first day they went in, that all they could search was the cabin, and then they're like, yeah. hey, man, there's, like, an incinerator and shit, and then it took, like, two days to get to that part of it. So, in all, they found 12 bodies. Oh, shit. Identified as Kathleen Allen. Her boyfriend, Michael Carroll, was a cellmate to Charles at one point. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so you're supposed to be like, that's some fucking next level friendship. Yeah, I think so. That's, I think, why she trusted him. Yeah. Was because she's like, ah, you were buddies with my boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Mm-mm. the bro code did not count, right? No. There was Robin Stapley, who was the fucking ID used mm-hmm. at the hardware store. From SD. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there was Randy Johnson. I'm not sure what he had to do with any 
missing things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Charles Gunner, who was Leonard's best man at his wedding. Oh my gosh. Why was he killing people? Just literally to steal? Literally to steal. That's yeah. fucked up. Donald Lake, which is Leonard's brother. I think that Donald oh. and Charles Gunner were more of a personal thing because mm. it was his brother and stuff. My like his God. brother and his best man. Paul Cosner, who was the owner of the Honda. Mm-hmm. There was Lonnie Bond and his girlfriend, Brenda O'Connor, and their baby. Fuck that. Who were all neighbors to Leonard and Charles. Like, mm. they fucking lived in the cabin down the way. Oh, my gosh. There was Harvey, Deborah, and Sean Dubbs. Sean is a child. Mm. Who were the people selling the audio equipment. Mm-hmm. And they found 45 pounds of bone fragments. Oh, my God. Police estimate as many as 25 people might have been killed by Leonard and Charles. Jesus Christ. But the identified ones were 12. So that's like double. Yeah. If my math serves me right. (laughs) According to my calculations. (laughs) Uh, Repeating, of course. Of course. So now Leonard is dead and Charles is still on the run, right? Yeah. He fucking hopped a United flight. He hopped a United flight. Apparently, he headed off to Chicago and then he made it up to Canada where his sister lived. He lived there until July 6, 1985, which is about a month later, mm-hmm. when he tried to steal a of fucking course. can of salmon. What? Yeah. He must have been hungry. I must have been. And yeah. then he was confronted by a security guard and he shot the security guard in the hand. Oh my god. And then the Guy was like, hey, man, you can't do that shit, right? Yeah. So he was arrested, and he was sentenced to four and a half years in prison. For some salmon. For some salmon. Canned and, salmon. Yeah, not even. Well, maybe it'd be good. It's like tuna, right? But it's like canned Yeah, but I feel like salmon. you have fresh salmon. Yeah, it's better fresh for sure. Yeah. But also, can you just not fucking steal? Like, if you're on the run, just yeah, pay yeah, yeah. cash, man. Lay low. And then if, like, you get caught stealing, just, like, book it. Don't shoot somebody in the hand. Just don't shoot somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because that, like, escalates your fucking thing. It's yeah. not just a slap on the wrist. Like, sorry, man, here's your fucking salmon back. Yeah. 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 Dumb, dumb. <laughs> fucking salmon back. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> so California fucking police obviously realized who he was and they were able to extradite him back to california i guess it was a huge like debacle though because canada doesn't believe in the death penalty and california at that time was like yo he killed a shit ton of people and he's gonna be put tried on. yeah yeah for like with he's the death penalty the death penalty yeah. yeah but when like you know when we're like hey canada guess what he did some really fucked up shit like you don't want him yeah so four and a half years He's going to be out on the streets and then doing more fucked up shit. Or at the very least, stealing a bunch of your shit. And shooting hands. And shooting hands. Mm. And so Canada was like, like, you're right. You can take him. Mm -hmm. And so he was brought back to California. He was charged with 12 murders. Mm. He was found guilty of 11 of them. How did they know he did it? Like that he actually did the murdering? Mm. You know, because there's technically two. There's Leonard. Yeah, there's technically two. I think that's why he didn't get charged with the last one, maybe? (laughs) Like, all of them but the last one. All of them but the last one. Listen, I'll confess, but that last one was not me. (laughs) But also, there was video of them raping and torturing these women. Oh, my God. Okay, so we've got, you know, evidence. Some pretty hard evidence there. Mm. And also, he's living at said cabin with this other person. Even if you're not the one, like, technically doing it, you're probably also going to be charged with it if you're like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hmm. But he was 
found guilty of 12 murders. He was not found guilty of Paul Cosner for some reason, even though he was the one with the car with the bullet hole and the bloodstains and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I'm guessing maybe that's because Leonard would have been responsible for that one and not Charles. Hmm. I don't know that for a fact, though. Did he ever confess to anything? You know, I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if that's why. Um, I was getting to seven pages here, and I was like, I got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we record today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was sentenced to death, and he is still on death row at San Quentin State Prison. Oh, shit. And California hasn't had an execution since 2006. Mm. So he's going to be there for a while. How old is he? That's a great question. I think he was born in 60, 1960. Was he? Because he like I was 45. That's a pretty big Good age gap. I guess if they like. Yeah, Charlie was born in 1960. Charlie. Charles was born in 1960. Charlie. So. I mean, yeah. they fucking answered ads in gun magazines or whatever. So. Yeah. That's I guess age doesn't age matter. Gap, yeah. That's weird. I don't know. What a fucking doozy. Isn't it? So that motherfucker's still alive. That motherfucker's still alive. He's like. Fucking 60 or something. Yeah, he's 62. old. I don't even know. I didn't was do math. 60, that'd be 40, 50, 60, ish at least. I mean, he's going to be alive for a lot longer unless something happens unless to him. Unless he gets that COVID. Or he gets that COVID, yeah. Well, shit. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I wonder if he's, like, done anything in prison. Like, is he like, yeah, it was crazy, man. I did some shit. Or if he's still trying to steal shit. Or, like, what's going on? Um, From what I read, he complained about every single thing under the sun. Like, my food's too hot. My food's too cold. Oh, also, bitch. I'm allergic to shellfish or oh, whatever. Bitch. Like, all that kind of stuff. And the prison was like, bruh, you're on fucking death row. I hope I hope you get shellfish poisoning. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're on death row, man. I don't give a shit about your allergies. <laughs> yeah, just take it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think he's, like, mad at Leonard? Because he's like, bro. Like, you just took yourself out and you didn't yeah. even take me with you? You don't want to give me a little heads up? Or do you think he was also supposed to take it and he was like, not today, motherfucker? I mean, he had plenty of opportunity. He had a whole month there where he could have shot himself instead of the security guard in the hand. That's true. Even if he only had one bullet. Should saved for you, not the security guard's hand. That's very true. Yeah. I can't imagine I would ever be brave enough to put cyanide in my mouth. I might be like, let's wait this out and see where it goes, you know? Yeah. And then, like, right before they take my clothes away. Be like, just kidding. Jump. Psych. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you don't want to spend the rest of your life on death row. Yeah. Maybe you don't fucking murder people. That's another option. an idea. That's another option. Yeah. Well, goddamn, that was a doozy. I thought so. Did they find anything in the incinerator? I think that's where they found the bone fragments. Okay, like the forty-five pounds of bones. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, which were not identified, and I don't know if that's because they couldn't identify, or like there's not enough DNA to identify, or if it's just like. And also, here's a bone that doesn't belong to those people. That's interesting because I wonder how many of those people tie up to like missing persons cases around that time. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's 45 pounds. I was going to Google how much a skeleton weighs. <laughs> but I'm probably, if it's fragments. Yeah. Who knows how many people I mean, that could be. Yeah. It could be a lot of people. I don't know. It's hmm. fucking crazy, though. And then I was convinced that either I had done this one or you had or something. I've had. literally never heard it before. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a doozy. That's the fucking good. room thing weirds me out. It weirds me Double-sided out, too. Double-sided mirror. I wonder also, what's going on, Also, a hidden room to the viewing room to the hidden room? Like, that's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Also, was he sitting there on the little double bed with his fucking books and his little reading glasses or whatever? And he's like, mm, yes. Anyway, I'm just going to check in on over there. Oh, good torture. Like, what the fuck? Also, how big was, was said window? What was in the viewing room? 
Well, that's where they had like the double bed and the side table and books and stuff and a lamp. And then there was a window into the fucking torture chamber. Oh, I was thinking that there was just like a standing area and then that uh, window thingy mm-hmm. or whatever would go into that room with the double bed. Mm. But he was getting comfy in there. Yeah, I think it was he was getting comfy in there. I mean, it could have been that. The way that it was written was kind of odd. But the way that I understood it was that there was like a tool room and then like a mini bedroom and then the fucking Torture room. scary room. Yeah. What was in the scary room? I don't know. There's got to be pictures of this on the internet. I don't. I didn't want to look. Or like drawings. Yeah. Of schematics. Schematics. I need the blueprints. Yeah. Not for building. I just want to mm-hmm. know. I need the blueprints. <laughs> yeah. Asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> we could just hook this one up to this other shed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass on that. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see what pictures we can conjure up on this one. Mm-hmm. And you can check those out at isgdpodcast.com. While you're there, come fucking click through to join our Patreon. Yeah. It's great. You need to join. Also, we have merchandise there. Come buy some of our shit. Mm-hmm. What else can you do? On social media, you can join us. We're at ISGD Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and sometimes TikTok, which I'm really far behind on. And then you can come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. It's fun. We love each other, and it's wonderful, and you can't change us. <laughs> so just come join us. And then also you can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com, or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And as always, we are begging you to please subscribe, rate, and review and tell everybody about us. We appreciate you. And on that note. Bye. Bye.